And sitting in the stressless, using it the correct way with the ottoman, it is Sheriff Shane Nelson with Deschutes County. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning, Frank, and good morning, listeners. This is truly the stressless. <laughs> it is indeed, and Uncle Wilson is uh, always happy when we can let folks know that, uh, and especially when you sit in it the right way, it just makes you relax. I'm melting into the chair, Frank. <laughs> All right, let's talk about a few things if we can, we can keep on track here this morning. First of all, uh, a pretty good-sized drug bust in the news this morning? Yes, the Sheriff's Office Street Crimes Unit has really been busy and looking for uh, illegal controlled substance activity, and they're just doing a wonderful job. But yes, they had a sizable bust. I believe it was about a half pound of powdered fentanyl and 6,000 pills. And the, the, the whole thing with fentanyl, and we've talked about it in the past, but powdered fentanyl is especially dangerous. Um, it's very potent and, of course, can become airborne. And then I just, I like to remind our community members that it's only the fentanyl that equals five to six grains of sand can be a lethal dose to a person. So when you talk about a half pound of powdered fentanyl and, and translate that to how many folks that could kill, the pills alone, 6,000 pills, one pill can kill uh, be, because it depends on the potency of the fentanyl, of course, the tolerance that the individual has when they're, when they're using those illegal drugs. And so uh, the, the 6,000 pills can be a potential lethal dose for 6,000 people. According to the report, this guy was working for a Honduran drug lord, basically, and using Hunnell Road tra- campers as, uh, what's the phrase, drug runners. Yes, and, and that's a trend that we're seeing uh, in Oregon. And it really it, that trend really was starting in the Willamette Valley area. And they are, they're using these encampments to have the drug deals go on. And then also they have enforcers in the encampments. So it's a very dangerous situation. What sort of an impact have you seen since the Hunnell Road clearing out? Uh, I have not seen uh, or heard of an impact yet, but the one thing that we always talk about, and it's always in the back of my mind, is that those individuals that were living in that situation on Hunnell Road are going to be moving to other areas. They're going to move to the Juniper Ridge area or to the China Hat area. And so uh, I imagine that's what, hap- what, what happens um, and what has happened, because I know that uh, individuals that were moving from Hunnell Road had told that to local media. Now, you had an idea that you proposed before the uh, county commission a few weeks ago. They talked about it, tweaked it a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that idea, where it stands now, and what's going to be discussed today at the county level. It's a camping ordinance and applies to all individuals that uh, that are, are camping in areas. But the, the basic sense to the camping ordinance is a no camping zone in a one-mile buffer to the urban growth boundary of the cities and also one-mile buffer uh, to private property lines, and no fires in those no-camping zones. So even if they're day-use areas, no fires. And really, that is just to try and give a boundary of protection to all individuals in the area and give enough time for fire response in certain situations. So it's, it is basically um, having a local county ordinance that is similar to the federal rules and regulations for camping. Where areas allow camping, then it would be a 14-day stay, and you have to move two and a half miles. All right, and what kind of feedback have you gotten on that proposal, and where does it stand now? 
Uh, I, the majority of the feedback has been supportive, and the commission today is going, going to do some more deliberations uh, about the camping ordinance and some different options. And I think really, as I look at it, it's all about how you enforce the law, how you use discretion to enforce the law. And so if we can get this camping ordinance uh, in place, what we'd like to do is, is you go out and you start visiting with these individuals and offering resources, but then at the same time saying, hey, these are the rules and, and this is what the expectations are. And my hope would be you'd never have to use a consequence because you're offering uh, these these resources to these individuals. So it's basically a carrot and, and stick type approach. So it's got a firm outline, if you will. And uh, what I've heard uh, from some of the, the folks who are in these situations is they, they're tired of moving targets. Yes, and, and I, can, I can definitely understand that. But yeah, this outlines a firm boundary and we have to do something. What is going on now is not okay. It's not okay uh, for those folks to be living in that situation. It's not humane. It's not safe. And it's not okay for the individuals that are living around these situations. Let's uh, move on to uh, big crowds in Central Oregon. Redmond had 25,000 visitors to the fairgrounds. Uh, some of those people were local, but a lot of them came from out of the area. This just happened last Saturday for that big three-day music festival they had. I understand there were some big traffic snarls, things like that. Next week, we got the Deschutes County Fair coming up, and this has to impact your office quite a bit. So our office is responsible for the safety and security of the fairgrounds itself. We do patrol services um, on fairgrounds uh, property and so we don't oversee the traffic pattern the ingress or egress and and i did sit in the traffic snarl for two hours i went down to pick up uh, my son and and his friends and it was there was a lot of vehicles out there but i think i'll, I'll leave it to the primary agencies that oversee that in the fairgrounds to discuss what their plans are but they really, um, when they were having the traffic snarls, were reacting immediately. In our, our office, uh, we had Lieutenant Sunberg out there, and he jumped in to help because he saw that there were some, some problems going on. And so we stepped up and, and helped out. But they do have uh, good planning in place where they're taking a look at that and what they can do better. And I'm looking forward to the, the fairground departures being um, a little bit smoother, but anytime you have a lot of people like that, and and we have to remember Central Oregon, our our road crews, ODOT, and and public works departments are trying to keep up with the pace of the growth. But we've got a lot more people, and then we invite more people to wonderful events like this. Yeah, and you know everybody might arrive at a different time, but when the show's over, everybody leaves at the same time. You are right, you know. and everybody stays for the encore, so there's not even a, a little break there. <laughs> So uh, no problems uh, of any note uh, over the uh, dealing with the festival last weekend? No, knock on wood, because I always knock on wood. Uh, no major issues. We had one medical emergency that um, our teammates were able to get that individual help and, and do it immediately. So we had a medical emergency, but no major problems or issues outside of what you would normally get with a lot of individuals gathering and, and maybe enjoying an alcoholic uh, beverage or, 
or two. All right. The Shoots County Fair comes up next week. It's always the first weekend in August. So. And I'll be out there, Frank. I know you will. I, I will be out there. In, in and, uniform? or In uniform. Okay. And I will, be, I will be out there patrolling and just saying hello to all my bosses. I, I enjoy it. It's great to interact with everybody. Speaking of, you're not going to have these bosses for very much longer. You told us all uh, just last week or so that you're going to go ahead and not run in the next election. Yes. And uh, what's what's going on? What's your plans? Well, the first thing is, is serving as your sheriff has been my greatest professional honor. It has just been wonderful. I love my job. I love my teammates. I love the folks I work for. And that means it's the right time for me to retire. I think it's crucial in every organization that you do the best you can in service to the office. And then you step aside and let new creativity and new blood come in to take the office to the next level. Well, this new blood that you're endorsing, who is that? It's Captain William Bailey. He's currently our patrol division commander. And I'll tell you, Captain Bailey is a selfless individual. He focuses on others. And he understands that we provide customer service and we use discretion. But he's got the resume, knowledge, and experience and respect to serve as sheriff and that's why i'm supporting him 100 percent, and look forward to voting for him in the next sheriff's election well when the incumbent leaves i expect more than one uh, challenger will come up for that office so we'll see how that works out i know i and and you never know but it, it for me it is up to the people they will they will choose their employee it is deschutes county sheriff shane nelson very good to see you sir thank you frank Thanks you as well for being here.